0: In this podcast series from Urban & Civic, we take a trip into Cambridgeshire to introduce Winteringham and find out why it's going to be such a vibrant place to live, work and call home. We'll uncover the secrets of previous residents that have been buried for millennia, find out what species are going to be welcomed back to their new wildlife havens and learn how smart planning creates a sustainable community that's fit for the future. In this episode, we take a look at what makes life in St Neots latest development at Winteringham a well-connected one, with its links to the countryside, neighbouring towns and villages, and the big cities.
1: The fact that you've, you can be in, in the town, or you can escape the town really quickly, and you, you're only 38 minutes from London on the train.
0: To the plans for cycle routes and green ways to get around.
2: They're going through lovely new enhanced green space, refurbished underpasses, lit with art, etc. So it's a more enjoyable experience.
0: And the ambitious plans to improve and future-proof the area's transport links.
3: We can play our part in bringing the really good public transport infrastructure up to St Neots and making sure that St Neots is really one of the best connected places to live and work in the country
0: transport is always one of the hottest topics during any planning project and with lots more homes being built in St Neots it's always a topic of conversation as local cabbie Chris knows all too well My name's
4: Chris I'm a taxi driver for Steve Taxis in St Neots and I've been for coming up to 8 years now Thursday's market day so that's when it's really congested that, that's the main concern with the new estate Should we go, let's go and have a look, why not the A428 currently is the big hot spot because it's the major route to Cambridge it's the route from the A1 to Cambridge, every morning and every afternoon it's very very busy Is it only takes a small problem to gridlock half the county, you only need the A14 to be blocked for an hour or for a lorry to break down on the 428
0: and that's it But St Neots has an ambitious growth plan, which Wintringham is a big part of, and that means big improvements to road, rail and bus links. Upgrades to the A428 will see a new dual carriageway, easing pressure on local roads and reducing journey times for those using it. In fact, over the last few years, there's been some huge investments in the roads around Wintringham and St Neots. From the £1.4 billion upgrade of the A14, due for completion in December 2020, to further improvements to the A1 and along the Oxford Milton Keynes Cambridge corridor. Welcome news for Chris the Cabby, as well as local resident Rob. Rob lives on the Loves Farm development just over the road from Winteringham, and having great connections was the reason he and his family relocated to the area.
1: Well, we moved six and a half years ago from London. Basically because of the rail links, um, very close to the, to the train station. Uh, that was one of the main draws, but also because of the countryside. Um, 30 seconds
0: walk out of our house
1: and we're in a field. And that's what we like about it.
0: Although Rob no longer needs to commute to London, having St Neots train station so close made moving to a new area a lot less daunting. And those new residents moving into a home at Wintringham can enjoy that same convenience with the East Coast mainline just a short 10 to 15 minute walk or a five minute cycle away. And at least 70% of homes will be within easy walking distance of at least one bus stop. For road users too, being on the Cambridge Road into St Neots means that you can be on the A428, A14 or A1 in no time.
1: The bypass that they're trying to plan, so the dual carriageway from Black Cat to Cats and Gibbet, that'll be really, really good because it will reduce a lot of traffic going directly past Wingtringham and past, um, from effectively up from the A1. So that'll be that'll be a massive improvement. Uh, that in combination with the new A14, makes will make St Neots actually a really,
0: really nice place to live. Rebecca Britton is part of the team behind Winteringham at Urban & Civic.
3: Part of my role is making sure as residents move in, they've got good travel connections and we're also playing our part in helping people make good, sensible choices about the way they travel. When you're designing a new community, there's two aspects to really think about with travel. One is being realistic about how people travel and the way they like to get to places Um, And the other is taking forward the responsibility that we have working with partners to really try and make low carbon communities, low impact places where people have other choices rather than the car. To make more active travel choices um, and think about bus and bike and public transport rather than getting in their car.
0: Being a community within a community, having safe, well-planned routes into St Neots and the surrounding areas are important, not just for residents, but for the whole town, helping businesses and boosting the local economy. But it's not just about providing roads and walkways to get from A to B. For urban and civic, it's much more than that. It's about giving people options and creating routes that are not only safe, attractive and convenient, that improve well-being and can adapt with the times. Ron Henry works for Stantec, whose job it is to design all the connections in and around Winteringham, from roads to bus routes and cycleways.
2: For, you know, the existing and new communities, what, what that might mean is to give people a choice of travel, you need to provide the travel options. So that's from pedestrian cycle routes to public transport, whether it's, it's buses, rail, etc., to access onto the road network as well. So when you start thinking about that, let's just think the pedestrian cycleways and connections under the railway to St. Neas Town Centre, they're going through lovely new enhanced green space, refurbished underpasses, lit with art, etc. So it's a more enjoyable experience. Well, along those routes, they're interlinking with green space, ecology, landscape, biodiversity. Well, that has a health and wellbeing aspect as well that's been proven in studies. But that might save people from perhaps medication or going to the GP. It actually has a tangible benefit that might relieve pressure on the NHS. So these are all things in a a wider rounded way that the, the development actually goes in and considers.
0: As well as nearly nine kilometres of cycleways that link into local cycle networks, Winchingham will be made up of walkable neighbourhoods with the majority of homes within 800 metres of schools, shops and services.
3: The layout of the whole development is very much about making sure you can easily walk and cycle to where you need to get to. So there is a site-wide design of cycle routes and walkways so that you can always have a very safe option, ideally off-road and a green route through the parks um, to cycle or walk rather than necessarily needing to walk along the side of a road. And that's all part of a, a philosophy or a vision of, uh, of a walkable neighbourhood and what that means so that it is always easier to do that rather than to get in your car.
0: And with car ownership predicted to reduce over time, having those greener alternative options for people to get around is vital.
3: We work closely with Smarter Journeys, who are a very experienced part of the Cambridge County Council team. Uh, and we agree a whole series of approaches that sort of incentivize people not to use the car, but also make it easy for them to make non-car decisions. So part of that is making sure that, A, we've got the infrastructure in, we've got cycleways, but people moving into the development will also have a month-free bus travel, and also when residents move in, we'll start to do some work on car sharing. And part of the idea is that you're really starting to move people's thinking and, uh, and choices so that they think car last rather than car first.
0: So how do you go about creating connections that people really need and, importantly, are going to use?
3: Crucially, if we put in place infrastructure... Um, like cycle ways that people aren't going to use then you know, we're wasting everyone's time really so it's really important that we work with local groups with local schools to test what we're thinking of doing uh, and to give them a little bit of ownership and design to help us with that so that actually it is something that they feel part of we'll make sure that for example with the primary school that's opening up we're working with parents to, uh, to, to try and walk or cycle or scoot uh, to school rather than drop off in the car for Winchringham, we don't have a secondary school on site, so we're working with our school around making sure that, in first instance, the cycle route, which includes an underpass under the railway line, is designed with the students, it's something they're very familiar with, uh, and we're also looking at potentially doing a cycle hire scheme um, directly with the school, so that we can really encourage families to think about that from day one of their school career, that uh, the cycling there is, is an integral part of the way they get to school. The
0: community at Winteringham has had and will continue to have a big part to play in shaping how people get around. And it's given the planners a lot to think about.
3: It's really insightful. You know, you get people saying really important things about what will stop them cycling. I think there's a bit of a sense that, you know, everyone's gonna cycle. And we talk about the propensity to cycle, which is a very technical way of how you convert somebody who's thinking about cycling but will be put off by X, Y, Z. Actually, if you can address those issues from the start, um, then you're going to get people to cycle from, from day one um, rather than putting all the cycleways in, but actually nobody uses them because they're not lit or they don't feel safe or they're worried about something that you know maybe the engineers just haven't thought of.
0: Claire Thorby is a cyclist who knows how important having great cycle routes are.
3: Cycling's is a really
5: important part of my life at the moment. I love it for a mix of things, partly the fresh air, good exercise but probably the most important thing is the sort of fun social part of it. We try and find new routes quite often locally and it's just a great way to explore the countryside. When you're on a safe and well-planned route it makes the cycling a lot more enjoyable. If you live somewhere and the first thing you've got to do is get on a busy road it can be really daunting. Quite often you can chat as well whereas when you're on the road It's really difficult sometimes to talk because you're having to concentrate on your cycling, the traffic around you. And certainly when you're learning to ride or learning to go further or faster, um, if you can start on a cycle route or a safe route, then um, you'll build up confidence, tend to find it cleaner, often easier to navigate. You're less likely to get lost because you've got something laid out as a a route. Just helps build confidence and, and probably less frustration. Cycling's given me some absolutely amazing friends. Um, I know that every weekend I've got something social to do. Um, I can always meet people for coffee while they're cycling. And uh, for my general well-being, we know that both uh, physical activity and fresh air help. Um, and I know that makes an amazing
0: difference. For journeys further afield, Wintrigan is going to be spoiled for choice for connections to neighbouring towns, cities and countryside.
3: One of the strengths of St Neitz is clearly that it's on a mainline railway uh, link, which both means it's good for people commuting anywhere along that, that line, but also means that people can live and work in St Neitz but still travel to London or to Peterborough. So that link to the station and the way we encourage people to do the cycle or walk up to the railway station um, and, and use it as the main way of getting about is really important. I mean, the bus is really interesting around St. Neots because obviously there's some very strong links both across to Oxford and, and over into Cambridge. And there is also a strong desire to bring the guided bus connection and potentially the metro up to Camberwain in first instance and then to St. Neots. We've been working really closely with the Combined authority and the county council and the district council um, to ensure that actually we can play our part in bringing the really good public transport infrastructure up to St Neitz and making sure that actually St Neitz really becomes one of the best connected places to live and work in the country.
0: The thing about planning a development which stands the test of time is that you have to try and predict the future and in this fast-paced tech-fuelled world we live in it's no easy task but it's one that Wintringham's planners take seriously. So whether it's a super fast fibre broadband, as more and more people choose to work remotely, or even thinking about what role driverless vehicles, drones and delivery pods might play, the future's an even better connected one. Take, for example, the proposed Cambridge Autonomous Metro, which will in time serve St. Neots.
2: In the future, imagine waking up and thinking about not worrying about a timetable, knowing you will have transit options on the doorstep. You come out onto a you know, wonderfully tree-lined avenue, Green Cambridge Road, which is a wonderful gateway to Saint Neots. Then connect to a pod, a bus, to get onto the expressway Cam, which is the autonomous metro, uh, and then maybe you've a 25-30 minute journey time into Cambridge itself.
0: Back in the present day, though, and local people want to know that their concerns about transport links, congestion or road safety are being taken seriously right now. That's where consultations with the community have had a big part to play in Wintringham's design, whether that's by getting out and just chatting to people or holding official public meetings.
3: So for a development like Wintringham, consultation is really ongoing for each phase, surveys as to how many car trips we're creating, how many people are using the bus. We will also have travel surveys every year that residents can fill in to inform do the bus services need to change? Do we need different cycle routes that address people's challenges? So I think we always will be talking to both our residents, um, but also to local communities to make sure we are delivering um, an infrastructure for transport that does respond to need.
0: So as a local resident, how can you get your voice heard and help to feed into the design?
3: whether it's through our planning consultations or just directly getting in touch with us and having a conversation. We're always happy um, to talk about this because it is something that's going to be evolving and changing uh, and it's right that we respond to, uh, to what's happening on the ground.
0: Check out the rest of the episodes in this series to find out more about Wintringham. You can subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can get in touch with your views on transport and travel and sign up for news at winteringham.org.